Alright everyone and welcome to edition 35 of Game Wild and this is a very special episode because not only are we on our 35th episode but a very special character is turned 35 this year. It is Mario. So Mario turns 35 the same week we decide to do our 35th podcast. So this was not meant to happen. It's just <laughs> we planned happened. this 35 weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Serendipity, uh, serendipity here. We have a uh, a great, great episode for you because we're gonna be talking about Mario. We'll talk about some other things too, but let's face it, we're gonna talk about probably <laughs> the number one character of all time. Who doesn't like talking guys. about Mario and just Nintendo right, in general? Exactly. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Nintendo is just like an awesome company. Like everybody loves Nintendo. And when I was watching some of the stuff that they're doing for the 35th anniversary, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. We're going to go into some of it. Uh, but first, we're going to go into the question of the week, which is what is your favorite Mario game of all time? And this is weird, right? Because this bands kind of genres now, right? Because Mario has uh, his original Mario games. He's got his 3D games. He's got his... Uh, racing games he's got his party games now i mean it's like it's crazy so i'll let you take this one first what's what's your favorite oh you know it's hard because it, you know what know. it is too and this okay mario and this is by no means like me talking bad about mario when i say this and basically i to me most of the like mario is the same every mario game is the same thing for the most part. Uh, like, now, I know. Listen, I, all right, I know there's a lot of differences. Like, if you're going to sit there and analyze the games, I get it. There's, you know, the 3D ones versus the old school ones versus the current gen ones. There are there, – there's reasons why it continues to sell. They are adding things to the game. There is right. a different look and feel to, to every single game. Um, but because it's inherently the same idea behind most of the games, that's what I feel is making it a little bit hard for me to – because graphics – you don't take graphics into consideration as much for something like Mario, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not picking this, you know, this Mario because, oh my God, it looks so much better than the Mario of 1990. Um, because to me, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's just, everything's Mario. So, uh, with that said, I'm going to go with Super Mario 3. I'm going to go with Super Mario 3 mainly because it was one of the first games I ever played. The very first game I ever played was the Duck Hunt slash original Mario Brothers. Like, yeah, yeah NES. So, but number three, because I remember playing the original Mario and then Mario 2. And when Mario 3 came out, my mind at the time, because I think I was like four or five years old, my mind was blown at the fact that I could have a tail and fly. Like, that, to me at the time, was like, oh my god, I can't believe somebody thought to put this in a Mario game. This is so ridiculous. And that's what I mean, right? Because 3 was the same. It, 3 and 2, it's it's not, it's the same game. Like, it's it's just different levels, some well, stuff added, but they added the tail. Well, I think there was different, I think there was different gameplay between 2 and 3, though, because in 2, you had the, like the food and stuff like the turnips you picked up and and you could throw uh, you could throw bad guys and items at at other bad guys and stuff mm -hmm. like that it it was a little different i mean yes when you say hey it's a side scrolling game and that's basically it yeah, i mean it's a 2d I mean. scroller yeah. that's your biggest like thing but no i get that and i was going to say you must have 
really enjoyed the movie The Wizard then because that's when they released the the Super Mario Brothers three. It was the big game at the end that the kid had to play. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Look. Yeah, but you yeah, were yeah. so young back then, I, you probably never saw the Wizard. I didn't see the, the back now. then. The Wizard didn't mean as much to me as it did when I saw right. it. Like you yeah, know, after exactly. the fact, so yeah. But um, so with that being said, I disagree with you on some of that because I think they do try to really change it you know they had super mario sunshine super mario galaxy you know they, they there even are did Odyssey there so like yeah. those ones out there but i mean if you're going from super mario brothers to super galaxy mario world good. and being like oh man it's all the same stuff you're side scrolling he had a cape in super mario world big whoop you know when he had yeah. to ride you could ride yoshi mm-hmm. you know stuff like that then i guess that there is a point to that being said as they just add little things but mine's mario kart I love the Mario racing. Game. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. All right, you, mm, I don't know, man. I, you, you got, I, do we include Mario? Is that, of course are you we do. just talking? Game in it. No, 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 I know, but Mario Kart, so that's why I made the statement I said about Super Mario being the same, because I'm not including Mario Kart in Super Mario games. I'm just including, like, Mario games. Mario right, Kart to I, me is another no, game. Thing, uh, but it's a Mario game. It's a Mario-based game. That's like saying, okay, Super Smash Brothers is a Mario game. Like, No, because it doesn't have Mario's name in it. All right, so you're just going based off of his name being in the title? It's I... a Mario game. You could have picked Mario Party. You could have picked Mario Kart. You could have picked any Super uh, Mario Brothers. I, I see, because I was thinking anything that was just Mario. Just Mario, because I don't know. I, I just To me, that's well, racing. You can't even, not, well, you can't even say that, though. But it's a Mario game. It's not. Yeah, I didn't pick genre. It says, what's your favorite Mario game of all time? There's interpretation that can go to that. And my interpretation is anything that's Mario that has Mario's name in it is a Mario game. I mean, I guess I, because I, like to me, it's a no brainer. I'm going to choose Mario Kart. Like, I think yeah. Mario Kart is it's it's the multiplayer aspect by mario Kart is ridiculous but if i oh, had yeah. to pick like a side well, scroller it'd be three yeah and yeah and i and i get that and i would probably pick super mario world because i did like having yoshi and all that stuff so i'd probably galaxy was really good too yeah. yeah if you go if you're going through like the 3d modules for sure but hey listen going into mario kart there's a reason why not only did i pick it but it's a segue oh there we go. Nice. That wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was Pikachu in the background. Yeah, yeah. Pikachu, shut up. What did I, I told you to stop. God. All right. He's going to. So, he's guys, for the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers, Mario, uh, Nintendo's going like buck wild with all this. And the one thing that is so freaking cool that I am going to be getting 100% is Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Now, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at this, but if you haven't, I recommend you do. It's coming out next month. It's looking like it's going to be $99.99, but basically you get to choose Mario or Luigi, live cart, like an RC racer, but you control him with your Switch. But here's the difference. You build a racetrack in your home or outside, and you race against computer generate that you build the track and everything and you have to race around the track and wait and is there a camera there's a camera on the car yes yes oh. you're building a- yes yeah oh, this, is, man. this is amazing it is it comes with it can come either with mario or luigi 
So you can buy either one. It's coming out October 16th. Looks like the MSRP is going to be $99. Oh, my God. And you build out a racetrack, basically. Can you make it you whatever? Wait, wait, wait. The, yeah. Oh, wait. The racetrack is just you build it out of whatever you want because it's just, a, it's yeah. just an RC car. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, my God. And they have different and they have different things. Like, I think they have, like, four markers you can put down, too. They should sell. They'll probably um, start selling racetracks depending on how well it does. Like, if the cars do well, yeah. they'll probably start to sell racetrack stuff. Yeah. Um, but right now, you build your own racetrack, and then you face against computer. It looked like computer players were in there because you ha- I saw different types of characters uh, were in there. But you're racing, and, and it's, it's integrated with the and freaking it's using Switch. AR. Yeah, and it's AR, so it's augmented reality, so you'll be able to see right, everything wait. that's going on on the Switch, too. Okay, so wait, that's so what the camera helps with. That's what the camera... So, I well, yeah, that's so the camera part is cool because you'll see you're driving from the perspective of the car. But, I, like, how do you... And I know they probably didn't do this yet, which is not a big deal because this is already cool in the first place, but how do you somehow work in, like like, shooting shells and stuff? Like, I wonder how they do that. Well, they probably well no because remember you have the digitally animated characters that are going to be f- your fate racing against. Yeah, right? but how do you make? So, oh, oh, it could just stop the car. It could so yes. Oh no, okay. yes. Oh, so okay. So work? if you were racing, so yeah, if I was racing you and we were racing together and you had Mario and I had Luigi, if I hit your car digitally, your car would stop. Oh, your that's race car would so actually cool. Stop. Yes, it's in the. I saw it in the commercial, and it tells you like yeah. an animation, like you were hit by so and so. I don't know. I didn't see the animation part of it, but I saw they showed you throwing it and hitting him, hitting Luigi, and then Luigi stopped in his tracks, oh and then God. the guy passed, Why and then you passed 30? him. Why am I thirty? I need to be like five years old again. Well, oh see, my God. I would buy it no matter what, but I mean, my oh, daughter so loves Mario. <laughs> my daughter loves Mario, and that's around her birthday, so I'm going to get it for her for her birthday. If I can get both, I might get both. I might get Mario and Luigi. Okay. Okay. But then I don't, but then I don't know it, um, like if you need a second switch for that or if you can do it with um, and probably the other person probably has to have a switch like so my, my well not necessarily has, has well, well not necessarily if you think about it because you you can play mario kart with the joy con like just the, the joy con controller and so if you can if you can uh, have the video on your tv possibly and yeah, you guys race yeah. mm-hmm. you could do something like that but i don't know the logistics of that but that is coming out soon uh, and it looks amazing yeah it's october 16th 16th yeah um okay here's okay this is why nobody hates it it's impossible to hate nintendo this is why it's impossible to hate nintendo this is the second you said that the amount of nostalgia and not just nostalgia but a very distinctly different feeling of i my age just disappeared like Mm -hmm. i when i hear mario kart live and I think about controlling a race car in a racetrack. I immediately think of like, remember those little tiny cars that you, yeah, like, the RC cars, yeah, yeah, that you would just it had a pre-built track, and then they would yeah, just yeah, go yeah. around over and over. Around, again. Yeah. And um, like my mind immediately goes to that. And when my mind goes to that, I literally think of I'm a little kid playing with little race cars on a fake racetrack. And for them to do this with Mario Kart is absolutely insane. Like that's so good. It's it. This is why Nintendo embodies games in their truest sense. Like, kid games. 
and it gets somebody who's 30, 40, 50, 60 years old who might have played Nintendo when they were younger to go, I'm a kid at heart. I like playing with little race cars on racetracks. Like, this is what I want to do. And, like, right. who doesn't? You can hate NASCAR. You can hate racing in the in the real sense of the word. But then when you go to do something like Mario Kart, it's freaking great. Yeah. Like, I oh, my God, I can't get over that. That's so awesome. And to build, and to build out the augmented reality part of yeah. it is probably what kind of, like, blows through it. But this goes back to our conversation last week about, you know, can Nintendo survive the next gen? This is how they do it. And and it, but this is but when it goes back to my point of Nintendo, ha- figures out ways to innovate, and be different. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like this for Nintendo for Xbox or Sony. You know what I mean? You innovate, you build, and this is the kind of way you do it. Well, here, okay. Well, here's my. I agree. I agree for the most part. They they are innovating. Like the Switch in and of itself is an innovation because it just basically said oh we're the only ones making handhelds screw it we're just gonna mush them together and now we're just always gonna have a portable gaming system um but i this specifically has definitely been done before i mean there's people that race drones and stuff now um with Mm -hmm. with you know they have a camera yeah so that's been done but what's what allows nintendo to really put their own spin on this is that nostalgic feeling is the fact that it's not just any race car it's Mario and Luigi in a race car. Yeah, which is but you're matters. no, and but it's still going off the rails there, right? You're you're racing against computer racers. You're playing Mario Kart AR, basically. That's what you're doing. Oh wait, wait, wait. You're so playing... they'll have computer. They'll have computers in there too. I saw. Yeah, in the video, I saw different characters that were not Mario and Luigi. So you basically okay. So you have your own track, and you're racing in your own room in your own track. But then it's putting other people on the tr- okay or other characters in there okay, too. Yeah, so, that's yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't. That might have been done before, but if it has, it hasn't been successful. But they'll be able to yeah. be successful with this because it's. But it's you know, I look at this stuff and I wonder myself why there isn't more of this. And I don't know if it's because of cost or because it's Interest. tough to get to the market. But no, not even that. But okay, like all right. The first thing that I thought about when I saw this is how has someone not tried to integrate this type of thing with like a Dungeons and Dragons or something like that, where you kind of like have the, you have a camera on the board, right? You have specific pieces and the specific dice that you can roll. And then, so you get your four or five friends to come over to play Mm -hmm. and the TV basically brings it all to life so you you're not just using your imagination but you're using they do like they, the they stuff. Stuff. yeah that that stuff exists like uh something that comes to mind for me is you know Yu-Gi-Oh! like the very original yeah. show yeah where yeah, yeah. You, you, they'd play the card and then the monster yes. would pop up in like a digital form so they actually made that be a thing like that's yeah i, I that remember that life. and they did that with like uh the eye of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was it. Was another card game. But notice yeah. how you said the eye of something, and it never really took off. You have no idea right. what the hell it is. Well, so that's that's the issue, and that's why I think Nintendo will succeed. All of this stuff has been done. We we have the technology, right? Like we we can do this stuff. The problem is, you know, you have the bell curve, right? You have early yeah. adopters, and then you have you know a majority of the population starts to adopt, then it hits the top, and then now oh. Everybody knows about it. It's just like when Blu-ray came out. Nobody wanted yep. Blu-ray. Everybody's still DVD. Eventually, everybody went to Blu-ray. So mm-hmm. now with Nintendo, you know, we still have everybody at the early adopter stage of like aug- augmented reality and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
But what Nintendo has is Nintendo. Nintendo has right. Mario. Nintendo has Donkey Kong. Nintendo has things. We talked about this last week. Nintendo has things and people and icons in Nintendo, like Donkey Kong and Super Mario, that all 7 billion people on the planet, as long as you're at least 2 years old and can speak English or speak any language, know what those are. Everybody knows Mario. Everybody knows Donkey Kong. So now when you have something that is only being adopted by early adopters right now, like augmented reality, but you combine it with something that the entire population, the entire planet knows about, well, yeah, duh. Now people are going to buy it because they, they have to. It's Mario. So I think that's the advantage that uh, Nintendo has now is they can do stuff like virtual reality, like augmented reality, and when Nintendo does it, they're going to do it because they're going to include right. Mario and Donkey Kong and Zelda, and everybody's going to be like, hell yeah, give me some more Mario action. And if you want more Mario action, there is plenty to be had with the 35 years of Mario. If you like oh, yeah. shoes and sneakers, Puma is coming out has already come out with <laughs> a Super Mario shoe that is available. Can I jump higher uh, with it? Uh, they don't say that, but, you know. <laughs> it's like the new, it's like the new version of Air Jordan. Air Jordan, you jumped higher because it was right. Michael Jordan. Now you jump higher because you're trying to get coins, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, there's a Mario 35 game coming out, which is puts you up against 34 other players live, and you can kind of like Tetris 99, right? Where you have the 99 players you're playing against. So you can throw mon uh, throw bad guys into other people's um, games, stuff like that. But the basic premise is, is you need to defeat 34 other players at the same time playing Mario Live. So that's going to be with a subscription to the Nintendo stuff. So if you, have, if you have the Nintendo subscription, you can play it on the Switch. So that looks pretty fun. Um, and that's playing... Um, until March 31st, 2021. So you can play it now until then. They're going to have other things. Um, you know, he's going to be in Splatoon, I guess, uh, that that game with mm -hmm. all this, the stuff. And they have a bunch of other events that are coming up. You're going to be able to buy uh, Mario-based furniture in, in Animal Crossing. That's going to be a thing. But let's talk about putting nostalgia together for once, right? Mario, super nostalgic lego super nostalgic mm. now put them together and you have yet another innovation the lego mario sets now you would say to yourself well how innovative is a lego mario set right well it's digital electronic i should say so mario requires batteries and he can actually jump on things and you get coins you can actually get a set where you actually fight bowser and it makes sounds and it does everything. So it's a building set, but it also has Mario being able to make sounds and you could jump on things and it makes sounds. And it's just like, it's innovation again at its front. finest yeah. on the Lego front with Mario. So you can get that too. The starter set, I believe, costs $60. So, so wait, this Mario Lego thing, because the first thing I think of is, I don't know if you saw this a while ago. I don't think it was Lego, but somebody made like this this like paper box with mario in it that was like you could control it and like you could move the mario through the level and it would jump up and stuff like that i'm, nice. so I'm kind of like kind of oh, i'm trying to think of how to explain it it's like you know like a puppet show yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it almost looked like a puppet show but with mario and you could control it with like this this weird getup that they had set up is it can you do that with the legos like where you build like this lego scene 
and you move Mario through the level. Is that what it's doing? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. So but yeah. you're physically, but you can do whatever you want. He's not stuck to just going through it linear. You yeah. can jump yeah, wherever you, can you want. Wherever. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got like a digital screen on his chest, so you can see how many coins you've collected. Oh, that's and, cool. Okay. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. oh, and then they have different outfits for him, which I believe also change how he acts. So you can get like the Fire Mario, the Tanuki Mario. Oh, that's cool. All right. Yeah. So, well, yeah, absolutely. And then um, for all you people who really, really love Mario, Mario, it's me super mario is an action figure from jack specific which is available and uh from the looks at it i'm looking at it right now it's on target's website it's 49.99 it is available as we speak mm-hmm. um it's a 12 inch mario features over 30 sound effects phrases from super mario games pose mario to unlock five songs from the game and it includes him himself so there you go guys you can buy so much mario stuff it's almost sickening but he is available for 49.99 you can get him at any retailer that sells games it looks like mario's available at target walmart gamestop um it's called it's a me super mario and that's a way you get them they have a mario monopoly game that's available as well a jenga set so, and then I guess Black Milk Clothing inspired by Super Mario will be available at blackmilkclothing.com um, starting at 5 p.m. Eastern on October 5th. And then you'll be able to see a sneak peek on September 29th if you're interested in that. I don't know Black Milk Clothing line, but that's who they pushed out in the, the Pumars RS Dreamer Super Mario 64 basketball shoes are also available as well well so there you go buy mario stuff play mario games there's a bunch of other stuff we'll have the link in the uh description so you can see more about mario but there's so much we could talk about but we are already a quarter way through and we got other things to talk about wait wait, so... wait, 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 wait. i just want to throw one thing in there yes i want to throw one thing in there before we get into this other topic so i just did a quick search on on google as well uh, as to whether or not there is a mario trading card game and I'm actually I'm sure there is. Well, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with a not really. Um, th- there is like you could get trading cards, but only in the sense of like, oh, there's cool pictures on them. Um, there hasn't doesn't look like there was really ever a fleshed out trading card game with like good competitive rule sets and stuff. Like, oh, you mean like, like a design. Mario Kart Battler? Like no, with like cards? like Pokemon. Like like just to po- like Nintendo makes Pokemon right. So like Pokemon is actually a competitive thought out game on top of the Pokemon cards. I don't think. I don't think Nintendo makes Pokemon. I think Pokemon's its own thing. It just sticks with Nintendo. Yeah, but, well, the, uh, I don't... They make the cards, don't they? I don't know. Uh, hold on. Let me just double-check, because now I know... Yeah, it is Nintendo. So, um, Wizards of the Coast was transferred to the Pokemon. So, like, Wizards, I think, originally made Pokemon, okay. and then it got transferred back to Nintendo. Gotcha. So, um, and I know that's happened with other card games. That's why I second-guess myself, sure. too. But anyways, um, I'm really surprised and disappointed that nintendo hasn't taken that approach with mario to just actually make a competitive game and i I mentioned that because pokemon i don't know if you know right now is insanely big with collectors like you can sell cards for tens of thousands of dollars now from the original set and everybody is scooping that stuff up everybody loves it and people are like using it for a full-time job now too yeah, but I think the problem with that is that Pokemon, you can kind of continue to create and evolve 
characters and there you can have mario is like you have maybe 15 to 20 core like specific characters that you'd be able to play as and you could develop more of course but i think part of the allure of something like pokemon or other card games is you're like the controller of them so you're the trainer you're Mm -hmm. the whatever so to be like i'm controlling mario and dropping him down and it's like i have fire mario you know it's like I don't know if it's something that people... I, I agree. It doesn't with. seem as exciting as something um, like other card games out there. Because, like, Magic, you could go infinite with the amount of ideas. Of right, exactly. And yeah. even with Yu-Gi-Oh!, there's no real yeah, you set just keep of, making like... Stuff. Yeah, right. so okay, I, I get like, that. But I've played my Mario trap card. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I would still like to see it, though, out of out of everything they did release. But, oh, my God, I'm picking up that race, that, that race card thing. Oh, my God, that's amazing. So with that being said, um, in talking about selling out, wow, like <laughs> EA wow, <what> man, <laughs> EA bro, I'll tell you something about EA. They don't give up on trying to make money in any way I mean, hey, humanly business, right? possible. Yeah, they're a business, but there's a line of yeah, what I you know. do and what you don't do. And EA in their grand innovation because you know EA is also innovators when we so talk about innovative. innovation. <laughs> yeah, innovative with right? making money. That's money, about it. exactly. <laughs> Let's find that loot box that has Darth Vader in it. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't we, actually exist. It's just a rumor. <laughs> right. Um so EA released a game called UFC 4. EA Sports released UFC 4. And apparently, until just e- today, actually, so while we're recording this, on September uh, 6th, right? So you'll see this on Labor Day, September 7th. Happy Labor Day, everyone. You will no longer see this, apparently, but it was happening prior to that, where when you were playing UFC, ads would pop up, not only during the game, but to make it more, I'm sure, what they would call authentic viewing and playing of UFC, during the round breaks or replays, there would be sponsorships for, well, in the video that I saw, The Boys, which is has a new season that just came out on Amazon Prime, so, wow. EA, way to go, guys. <laughs> like, That's all I is, could say about that. Well, and this is what the article says too, right? Like, we're not... Nobody is stranger to ads in certain games. Um, there are, like, if you go on your phone and you download... Yeah. If you if you scroll through Facebook and yeah. you download one of the 5,000 games it recommends that you play for, like, 10 minutes of, like, you know, Brick Breaker or whatever, they're going to have a crap ton of ads. But yeah, and you want to know why? They're free. Exactly. <laughs> they're, those games That's are how free. how you make revenue. You paid $60. You didn't even pay discount yeah. money for this game. This game was not like $19.99, and they threw ads in to make up the cost. This game is $59.99 on the shelves as we speak, and they're throwing ads into it. And trust me, based upon how the ads I saw, it's something connected to the internet because there's no way that they're going to have time sensitive ads and if this was to continue that in six weeks from now the boys were still going to be the ad that was popping up so they were going to be streaming in ads because you had to be connected to the ea service probably to play this game Mm -hmm. and my god it's it's almost like criminal that they did this yeah, and it looks like back in UFC three, they also AT and T, uh, their Warner Media 
ran three test ads as well for to promote Rick and Morty, Snowpiercer, and the match. So, and it's it seems like it's all entertainment based too, which I guess makes sense for a video game. But like, listen, you you don't uh no, you're just not in a game like that now fake ads i can get behind and oh I, sure i can even get behind like um let's say uh cyberpunk i might do this but like something like gran yeah. turismo or not gran turismo grand theft auto grand theft auto if you're yeah. walking through the city and there's a billboard randomly somewhere that has like a real ad on it all right whatever like that's yeah. that's a little like maybe easter you can even argue that's an easter egg because right. you don't have to look at that ad it's just in the game to be in the game right. just to like as it's a, a billboard yeah yeah it's just a billboard but like to have very obvious ads pop up in your face that are legitimate is not uh-uh now yeah. what and, they should do is have like a funny like spoof ad and, well like, so this to, is to what i'm saying like okay but here's the funny part right it's like one of the greatest things about grand theft auto i always felt was playing the radio yeah, yeah, and like I would listen to the radio ads and the the radio commentary. Yeah, hysterical. Like without even playing the game, just like sitting and and listening to it, just because it was messed up and it's funny. And to be honest with you, I'd love to do stupid spoof ads in this podcast too, just to be like we're taking a commercial break and then just like something that isn't even real but funny but makes people think like just because it, it breaks things up and and it and it is funny and I. Would a hundred percent support spoof ads. I would support com comical ads and things like that in games and stuff like that. Just because, well, I mean, it's funny and it's different and at least it's creative. But when you're putting real ads up, it's kind of like no, it's burn. yeah, funny ads. I it's funny that you mentioned Grand Theft Auto with the uh, radio because I hundred excuse me hundred percent did that because it was it's was freaking yeah. hysterical like like you actually i remember i think it was vice city maybe they started with the radio or was it was it vice yeah city, or no was it three they did, it was just no, three. Have three yeah so i remember playing three and it was like this new big thing like wait i can cycle through radio stations with like l1 and r1 like what is this this is crazy so you're driving you're like well all right, well, nothing's, there's no audio, so screw it. Let's turn on the radio. So you turn on the radio and you actually start what? Okay, like, what's this station? What's this station? What's this? Mm -hmm. And it actually gets you to, to want to scroll through. If they started, if they started with Grand Theft Auto, even like, let's say six comes out and they start putting like real ads, I am never going to listen to the radio and I'm just going to hate, like, it, the game is just going to lose points in my book for having put yeah. real ads on the radio. Like, it's just not worth it. And Exactly. Uh, and it uh, just, and, and with the advent of the internet, this just shows that it can be done too, right? So they can update the audio so that it would be that way. And Real time, just, yeah, with new ads, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it would be crazy, and they would have probably some way to tick where it would go, and so they would know who, uh, and they could, target, they could target the actual IP address, so they'd know where you are. You know, you know what's funny too? Just this is the world we live in. Mm -hmm. So this article is on Eurogamer that we found the story on and yep. the ads that were popping up in the game were Amazon based ads for a Amazon show, uh, which, yep. which was, what was the show again? The boys. Uh, the boys. The boys. So, and then you read the article and you go out to the bottom of the article and literally the last thing in the article is buy UFC undisputed three from Amazon with a link. <laughs> it's like, no matter where you go, there's ads to do something or click on something or buy something. Now like that, I'm cool with that. 
the ads about UFC, the ads about Amazon, or the articles about Amazon. So you know what? Sure, throw the link in there. Somebody's gonna get credit for the sale. But once again, (laughs) the article is free to read. It is like you're not paying for this. So this is it is like I said, they're trying to make money in another way because they're giving out free content. Mm -hmm. So we don't blame them. Yeah, we wouldn't. As I hope our listeners wouldn't blame us if we ended up doing something like that. No, it's just like it's just like my it's YouTube because channel. We're giving, right, it's exactly. the same, same shit. Like right. I have links in my description that's like, hey, I just did this review, this video review for a headset. Uh, if you guys yep. want to buy this headset, click the link, and I get like you know a couple bucks right, exactly. for you buy. Like, but I did that review for free. Like I, I didn't, you know, I'm not getting paid to review the headset. Right. By the nor company, did you right? get the nor did you get the headset for free from the company. Yeah, and I bought. It. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, maybe in the future, but, <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> but not now. <laughs> I mean, that that's what you always hope for, right? Yeah. Is that they do that type of stuff, but um, yeah. I mean, stop doing this, EA. Stop stop being the bad guys. Just start being the good guys for once. Yeah, hundred percent. So we'll uh, we'll see if they actually make some good decisions over the next year post post COVID. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know. So with that being said, we go to our final topic of the day, which is a GameSpot article that you found in regards to hey, if you're looking for good games to play right now and you have a current generation system like PlayStation Four or an Xbox One, what is available to you and what should you be playing if you're still stuck at home due to COVID? So, all right. So, I wanted to I wanted to kind of go through each one of these games because I know I, for one, have played almost all of these, um, mm-hmm. and I know we have both heard of definitely all of these um, mm-hmm. at some point. So, I wanted to just kind of go through these and give our opinion because this is on Gamespot, and Gamespot is by no means like a slouch with gaming. Like they, generally speaking, know what they're talking about. They're they're a good video game website. Uh, you know, I get a lot of news from there as well. They're great. They're one of the originals that I, yeah. I you know, when I when originally when I first started internet game like looking up, GameSpot and IGN were the two that I always went to. Yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, but with that said, a couple surprising choices on here. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see where this takes us. But first up, we have, and again, this is the title is. The best current gen games you need to play. This is this is what we're looking at. So I don't think you play this, Joe. But have you played Apex Legends? I have played it. Oh yeah, Apex Legends. I just I don't play it regularly, but yes, I've played it. So okay, no, that's good though. So as somebody who hasn't really played it, what are your what are your thoughts on Apex Legends? I mean, cool concept. I I really probably like I said. I I don't know what it is about me if I get bored with games or I think it's more. I don't really play many multiplayer games unless I have people that I know to play with. I find it to be more fun when you're got like three or four people playing together and you can build your own team and stuff like this because this is three on three, mm-hmm. so you have two other people with you. Um, but I thought it was a cool concept, and I, and they are still putting more into it, and it is a free to play, so it's not like I paid any money to play it. But well, you it was... played you played three v three, yeah, yeah. So it's also um, one of the biggest reasons why people play it now, anyways, because it also has battle royale mode, like uh, okay. Fortnite. So, uh, but I do I do agree with Gamespot with this article putting Apex on here because I do think personally, anyways, and I, I don't you never played uh, Fortnite, right? Yeah, so I played Fortnite um, barely, and I just I can't. It's like too cartoony. This Apex Legends is like the the more serious, like Call of Duty esque type version of Fortnite, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then obviously Call of Duty has its own uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I would I would put it more towards like a futuristic, yeah, or like Halo, like yeah, Halo Borderlands mm-hmm. style. Borderlands, yeah, because mm-hmm. they have like a they have a cybernetic guy that's pretty wacky. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, if anybody yeah. anybody thinking about any games like what to play in this gen, uh, this current generation, Apex is definitely up there, and it's it's on Xbox, PS4, and PC as well, so you kind of get it wherever. Um, mm-hmm. Bloodborne. All right, I've played this. You've played this. This game is hard. This Not game is for, difficult. I don't know if I played this. They, there's been other versions of this game, right? You haven't played the original. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, the original. Yeah, like, yeah, like, okay. uh, oh wait, Dark Souls. You played. Yeah, but I haven't played Bloodborne okay. for the PS4 specifically. Okay, yeah. So never mind, because I, I always so Dark Souls and Bloodborne is basically this. It might as well be the same game. Um, mm-hmm. Dark Souls, I think, usually gets more publicity because it's on multiple of systems. Course. Um, Bloodborne is another great game. It's just like Dark Souls. So if you like kind of that uh, hack and slash button combo type action adventure game, that's ridiculously hard because you have to you know figure out every boss's combo in order to to win. You know you got to dodge every third attack or whatever it is. Th- those type of games, uh, then definitely pick this up. I, I think it's a hundred percent a game that that sh- you should play in this generation. Um, Call of Duty Warzone, I have not played yet. And what are your thoughts on Call of Duty in general? Like, what what do you like Call of Duty in general, Joe? Uh, Call of Duty was my go-to uh, like military game when I was playing those games. So I can't say that, I, but I've haven't played them in a long, long time. I, maybe so. maybe this is like a hot take, but I don't like. I think it's a good game. I, by no means am I saying Call of Duty is a bad game. I don't think Call of Duty at this point is a game that needs to be on the list of you absolutely have to play this game for the current generation. And I say yeah. that because it literally has a new game come out like every two years. It's the same thing. It's the same. You, you have yeah, guns but this and you is shoot a, people. But hold on a second. You have to know that the one that they're pushing oh, out this is, is the Battle Royale. Uh, is the battle royale game it's not like call of duty with single player mode this is it's called war zone because you're in a war zone um i'd still argue, battling it out with people. i'd still argue against it though because you have so many other like you have apex and fortnite that we just talked about and i think that mm-hmm. both apex and fortnite in my opinion anyways are more popular than Warzone right now from of course a they are streaming perspective and all that good stuff um i don't know man i just think i'm so done with call of duty like, I, I just feel like it's just, it's always, 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 always having a game that comes out. And every time somebody's like, oh my god, we're going to hype up the new Call of Duty game. I'm like, oh, you mean just like you did like 18 months ago when the other one came out? Like, I, <laughs> it's the same thing. Whereas like, Halo, like, I was so excited for Halo 5 to come out because it was so long since Halo 4 came out. Just like I am for the next Halo, which is now delayed, rip. Um, just like I'm so excited for the next Halo to come out because they're not releasing a Halo every, like, three months. Like, it's... They right. actually put actually when was Guardians released? Maybe four years ago now. I think so. So that means we're gonna get like f- a five year or so gap between Halo games. Call of Duty, yeah. not even close to that. There's always a new yeah. Call of Duty coming out. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just like anti Call of Duty. I know I know it's a good game and all. I know a lot of people play. It. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, so okay, this is actually a game that I barely played like i think i picked up the controller for like three seconds because one of my friends was playing it uh death stranding with what's his face from uh the walking dead norman norman reedus norman reedus yeah so you're always better with the 
with the movie people's names than I am. Yeah, I have a weird recall. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. That's that's the, one of those one of those useful uh, life skills, right? <laughs> so that's right. Let's go to trivia, guys. <laughs> yeah, if I ever go on Jeopardy, you're you're gonna be the guy. Like so, I don't know if I'll be able to smoke Jeopardy out, but if we go to like a a bar trivia night, I might be able to do that one. Um, I don't. So this game, like, I remember the hype. Pre- Did you play this or no? I remember the hype before this game. It was supposed to be like absolutely amazing, and then I remember seeing a lot of reviews after the fact that it actually wasn't like like it was very bland. Like it looked great, yeah, but it just like ended up being a pretty bland game. I watched um, Hideo Kojima. I, yeah, I mean, I, I watched um, streamers play it. That's about it. So yeah. I never that that was my exposure to it, and it looked all right. It was it, it's really a delivery game. A d- with fighting a delivery game like we're delivering yeah. packages yes because <laughs> like, because we literally just talked about a delivery game that's coming out like a couple weeks back it's like it was like a cartoon uh delivery game or whatever it was freaking weird yeah. man this is a game for everything um so i i don't i wouldn't say this is a must grab death stranding at least from what i've read but again i haven't played the game so if uh if you like Dao kojima who made um uh wow jesus metal, metal gear, gear solid. solid yes that one um then you know pick it up give it a give it a shot destiny 2 obviously i think is a is a must play um i know it's fallen off the map but destiny in general is just it's a really good game even if you just play through the story and then stop playing it yeah um final fantasy 7 oh uh, did you wait how far did you ever pick this up i played the demo oh you never picked up the full game nope i haven't finished yet i'm on like chapter 14 or something like that but it's it's amazing. i might not honestly pick it up until the they, the, the they have thing. all the chapters yeah. yeah yeah and for anybody who might not know that's listening joe uh is referring to essentially if you played the game a while ago there was three discs and but you bought one game and it had three discs and you had the whole game on it now those three discs they're being redone but it's essentially each game is a disc so we're gonna get the entire game released probably over the next like three years so uh it's gonna be a little while Gonna, gonna be a little while unfortunately but still absolutely 100 a must play ghost of tsushima uh, i played the uh, demo for this this game is ridiculously mm-hmm. good um mm. i would i definitely actually kind of want to buy this game too but i haven't had the, the time to do it mm-hmm. um gta online super super good have you heard of this is the one game on here that i haven't uh heard of or anything hollow knight i feel like i should have i've heard of hollow knight before i never played it but yeah what is I, it? Is it just a side scroller? Like, what is it supposed? Yeah, to it looks that way. Sound of Hollow Knight when it first. Best Metroidvania style. Okay, it's a Metroidvania it's style a, game. So, like, yeah, okay. So I can't really speak to whether or not it's a must-play, but uh, looks like I don't know. It's 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 a um, it's not like a graphics-inspired game or anything like that. It's more of a, a cartoon, a cartoony, uh, like it says, Metroidvania style game. It looks like a side scroller, so um horizon zero dawn amazing please all right joe i know you don't you have a playstation right yes please for the love of god i've played the demo i've why did you oh my god how have you not picked up this game by what what do you just buy playstation for spider-man no i bought yeah god of war and spider-man are the only two games that i own on playstation 4 Oh my god! You should God of War, Uncharted, and and Horizon. I, like you have to play all, right. all of those on PlayStation. What is Listen, wrong with you, man? Come, well, I'll tell you what's wrong with me. I have a family. <laughs> number one, 
Number two. <laughs> Wait, that's that what's record. wrong with you? Oh, God. I hope they're not listening to this. <laughs> so, well, it takes up a lot of my time. And so it's tough. And then, of course, bet I have to specifically choose what I'm spending my money on. So, like, I literally don't think I've bought a $60 game in forever. Like, I've bought the smaller wow. games, like, Iridus and Monster Train and stuff like that that are between the twenty twenty five dollar range games. But yeah. I, I don't think I think the next game that I'm actually gonna spend sixty dollars on is probably Cyberpunk. Uh oh yeah, I can't wait till that comes out. That's definitely gonna be a must play. Um oh, that, that wait, does that come out next month? Uh if everything goes right, Supposedly. it's supposed to come out and <laughs> it's supposed to come out. Well, no, it was originally supposed to come out this month, I think. I don't know. And if then it got, got pushed, pushed again. Yeah, I think. If it got pushed so again, it's going to be November. Wait, hold on, hold on. Cyberpunk release date. Oh, God. November 19th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Every time I check, the date gets pushed. Every time. So this is what? The third time it's been pushed? Yeah, because it was supposed to come out, I think, in like June or something. Then oh, it got pushed to September. Now it's just. Listen, I just want to say. Um, I know it's in the middle of this, but it's something that that I, I sent to you and you never really said anything about it. But this comes at a point where we're talking about November 19th being the launch of Cyberpunk and we talk about PlayStation 5 and the oh, Xbox God, Series yeah. X. So let me break down something that IGN released. This is how many months in advance Sony released their pricing. Oh, whoa, I saw you send me that. Okay, actually, I like the this. PlayStation, yeah. The PlayStation 1 was... The price was released four months prior to the actual launch of the system. PlayStation 2, five months. PlayStation 3, six months. PlayStation 4, five months. So if we average it, Sony has released the price of their new system about five months. We are currently, <laughs> if everything is really happening two months away from the release of a system without a price point or a date well okay i mean xbox is in the same boat right now too so true it's like true, but if you look at it sony has had more systems out yeah they've, so they've clearly time. they have clearly given plenty of time in the past I, i'd be curious to see what X, i'm sure xbox has also Release the price like six months ahead of time. Yeah, so, right. Because they release it at E3. Wait, wait, wait. Because that's what normal freaking people do. They they release a price of something before it gets released. They don't go, oh shit, the system drops tomorrow. I guess we should tell people what the price is. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's at this point, that's what's gonna happen. Like that's that's what I expect. We're gonna get like this tweet. It's gonna be a fucking tweet. It's just, it's literally gonna be pl the PlayStation Twitter just gonna be like. Oh, by the way, it's 500 bucks. <laughs> like, so anticlimactic. Like, good luck getting one uh, waiting in line at Walmart or Target or wherever. Like, I, well, it's so stupid. But, yeah, now it's probably two-plus months from now we're going to get these systems and there's still nothing. Like, I really thought August was going to be the month. I really thought August was going to be the month, and it just, nope. Jesus and yet Christ. another month has passed without it. So I digress on that, but it was something interesting to say. Uh, no, the next is. game on the list, a Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. So I played the demo of this game, so I've played it, but yeah, it's not bad. Uh, this one I have not played. Um, near near, uh, near Automata. Yeah, I've I played the uh, like previous Nier's as well. I so this is one of the games on the list that it's really good. It's it, by no means is this a bad game, but 
this is not a must play for the generation. Like this is when you're putting it in the same category as MGS five horizon GTA, like uh, -uh final fantasy seven destiny two. This is not up there. There's plenty of people that haven't even heard of this game. It's, it's more, it's got more including of a cult me. filing, I think, or cult following. Yeah. Including you. Right. So it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you want to give it a shot, go for it. But I, yeah, I don't think this is a must play. I think they, they missed the ball a little bit on that one. Um, Outer Wilds. Wasn't this a game that you liked? Yes. Yeah. This, ooh, this is close. Would you say this is a must play? Uh, um, okay. So actually lies, full of lies. I have not played this one. Outer Worlds is what I've played. Oh, I, this is Outer Wilds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, see, it actually even says in the description, Outer Wilds, not to be confused. That's where I saw it. I'm like, Words. Like that. Whoops. I'm like, this doesn't look like Outer Worlds. And I'm like, oh, what's it called? Yeah, so, no, I have not played this game, but, you know. Yeah, I... It, looks, it could uh, look cool. Again, this is a... Uh, I, I played this game briefly. This is a good game, but it's not... Uh, again, I don't think it deserves to be on this list as a must-play for this uh, generation, so... A um, couple others. I'm, I'm going to speed up a little bit, yeah, too, so we can actually, this, yeah. actually get through uh, our usual two segments here. But Persona right. 5 Royale, right. I think, yes, 100% must play. Quantum Break, which is what we were talking about the other day. Right. Um, I, again, don't think this is a must play. I think that it's a great game. I think that it was, uh, at the time it was released, too, was a very new take on how to play, like, an action-adventure and stuff like that. But... It's not. I don't think it's a must play. Like I do not right. think this is a must play. Um, but very good game. Rare replay. Again, I don't think it's nostalgia. a must play, but it's great. It's it's good for nostalgia. But again, I, I just don't think it's a it's a must play. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two. Hell yes, that is a must play. Please t please Joe, please. Yes, I own it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I was gonna get mad if you said like another uh, S tier game that Resident Evil Seven. Yes, a hundred percent must play. Rocket League. Yes. 100%. I I think am I biased? I don't know. Did you ever actually play Rocket League? Are you serious? Oh, that's right. Never mind. No, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. So I I totally forgot. You um, totally forgot we used to play together. I know, yeah. I I totally forgot that we ended up playing together. Um this wow. is this game is uh is very very good. This is and I think that this is actually a lesser known game. But I am convinced, and I listen to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, for anybody who's into, like, entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk actually invested in R Rocket League esports because he's so convinced this is going to be one of the top-tier esports in the future. And I 100% agree. It's a very simple concept, and it's not too – like, League of Legends, there's a lot of things you can tweak and mess with. This is not much you can mess with. This is the physics of the ball and the physics of the cars. So I think this is 100% a must-play. Uh, Stardew Valley, I do think is a must play. I think this was this was also a uh, very good new take on this sort of game. Um, it's kind of like Harvest Moon if you guys have ever played that, but 100% must play. You could also play it on your phone. Tetris Effect, I liked it because it's kind of like a new way to play Tetris, but I don't think it's a must play. I mean, I don't mm. really think. Would you say Tetris in general is a is a is a like absolute? But like, let's say this is 1990. Or whenever Tetris was first released, is Tetris like a must-play game? If it was first released, probably because it was kind of innovative for the time. Okay. But, I mean, now it's kind of like, if you want a really good puzzle game, sure, I guess it's a 
game, but I have other ones that I'd played before Tetris that I am playing before Tetris now. So. Yeah, if, if you're, I guess it's a must play if you're really super into retro games. If you're maybe an older gamer or just really into retro games, I think that this this is a must play. But otherwise, no. Um, yeah. Titanfall Two, I don't think is a must play either. Great game, really good. beautiful game. It's a good game, but like I don't, I don't think you have to play Titanfall or Titanfall Two. Rut Remains of Edith Finch. I never ended up playing this. Did you? Me either. Nope. Yeah, so I, I can't speak too much of it. It's it's one of those like storytelling type things um, where you go, you, you basically just make decisions and go through a, a story told about somebody and uh, sort of PS4 and, and PC. Uh, the Witcher 3, 100% must play. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best games released in the last 10 years. Um, definitely, definitely pick that up. Yakuza, again, I don't think is a must play. Very good game uh it's exactly what you think it is about yakuza and, and drug lords and stuff like that uh very similar to grand theft auto um in that sense but yeah it's mm-hmm. not it's not on the level of grand theft auto as far as being like a current generation must play game i i feel anyways so right um sorry to rush all that there's a lot more games on that list than i thought there was uh, i wanted to kind of go a little bit more in depth than some of those games but they're there are, I gotta say, a lot of very good games this generation in comparison to, like, past... Like, I before, like if I think back to, like, hmm, like Xbox 360, mm-hmm. like that generation with PS2, there was a lot of good games, but I don't think there was a lot of, like, tier S games like there are nowadays. Um, I don't know. I, I'd actually... I'd, I'd like to do a little bit of research and see... Yeah. Kind of put them next to each other to see what generations maybe garnered better better overall games if that makes sense so yeah no i get you we'll see what happens but talking about getting games it's time for rough house deals and this week we have a couple of games coming out on september 10th for free on the epic game store the first one <laughs> so if you're into epic training... game are you do you have a sponsorship by epic that i don't know about <laughs> well, the battle with apple shall yeah <laughs> no i'm just kidding um, no, it's honestly, it's because I'm just trying to find free games and mm-hmm. these seem to be consistent with giving out free games and stuff like that. So on September 10th, we have Railway Empire. In Railway Empire, you create an elaborate and wide ranging rail network, purchase over 40 different train models in extraordinary detail and buy or build railway stations, factories and attractions to keep your network ahead of your competition. That's <laughs> September 10th. So this one's weird. Um, also coming out September 10th, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. This is a narrative adventure game about traveling, sharing stories, and surviving manifest destiny. Players wander across a f- folk-like depression era in the United States at their own pace, meeting strangers with their own stories to tell. Hmm. So there you go. Those two games available for free on the Epic Game Store starting September 10th. That second one kind of sounds like a book. It's like, it's like here's a book to read, but you're gonna play right. it in a video game. Yeah, I mean, it's got, it's got actual artwork and stuff, so it's not like it's text based. It's yeah. not like we're going back to the, like the seventies <laughs> um, or eighties. Um, no, no, no. Um, uh, oh Jesus, uh, Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an Oregon Trail game. Um, all right, what is? I actually thought there wasn't gonna be a lot of games coming out this week because of Labor Day, but. It's actually, I mean, it's, it's an average amount, I think, from what we've had in the past. But um, Avicii Invector Encore Edition for Switch on September 8th. So, uh, first off, Rip Avicii, such a good musician. I love EDM. So, uh, for him to have passed away 
felt like shit, not going to lie. That was not a good day when I found that out. But uh, he lives on in a lot of different stuff, including a Vici Invector Encore Edition. Uh, this is exactly what you think it is. Uh, takes to the stage for the most complete performance yet. 35 tracks, uh, mostly Avicii stuff, obviously, uh, to seven unique worlds to blast through. So this is, uh, I don't know, looks like fun. This is something kind of like, uh, I love Beat Saber. So if you're into music-type games, definitely pick it up. Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, PC, PS4, Xbox One, September 8th. The hit RPG returns, remastered with stunning visuals and refined gameplay, Re-Reckoning, delivers intense customizable rpg combat inside a sprawling game world so again this is remastered and it's going to come yeah. out september 8th 2020. so yeah i just want to bring up one thing speaking of like games like kingdoms and stuff like that last week on our podcast one of the games that you talked about coming out crusader kings 3 oh yeah you sent me something 10, got a 10 out of 10 on ig yeah that so mm -hmm. Yeah. Is, so they have it as a masterpiece. Crusader King Three takes the throne as the new king of historical strategy by expanding on and deepening the best parts of what made its predecessor memorable and unique. So, if you're into that type of game, so um, that game we we talked about last week, Crusaders King Three, ten out of ten. I might year. I might end up getting that game now because I love Civilization, and mm -hmm. that from from what they said in the review and stuff, and this is this is a very big statement to make it looks like that game is a hundred percent better than civilization it's actually a better and excuse me one of the reasons why is it does everything civilization does but and this is what i found interesting and this is a very simple concept too let's say you're the queen of england you have certain attributes to your personality as the queen of england that make you you might drink when you get stressed and when you drink, when you get stressed, you might make some stupid decisions. Or you find another ruler who also has drinking as a vice, and you guys hit it off because you both like to get drunk. So there's literally something so minor like that is taken into consideration and is a lot more personal relationships built in that game than there ever was with Civilization. Civilization was entirely resource management driven. And this mm -hmm. game is more building relationships driven, and I love that as well as resource management. Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course, um, yeah. So I, I mean, that's a really crazy thing to think that a game top civilization, but it's looking like it. So I might pick the, that puppy up. Uh, then we got Necromunda Underhive Wars PC, PS4, Xbox One on September eighth. Deep below the hive cities of Necromunda, lead, customize, and grow your gang in the twisted tunnels of dystopian Underhive. Face rival gangs in tactical gunfights for power, wealth, survival, and honor. Uh, which looks not half bad, not gonna lie. Uh, then we got Okuna KA Madness, or that might be <clears throat> Okunaka Madness. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, September 8th. Have not heard of this one. Test your reflexes and coordination with more than 100 levels to complete, and three speedrun modes. Do you have what it takes? So that comes out again September 8th. Then we have The Sims 4, has a DLC pack coming out. Uh, Star Wars Journey to the Batu game pack. Don't do it. Don't fall for the Sims tricks. I'm telling you. I did it once and I regret it. The Outer Worlds, which is what you were just thinking of. Peril on Gorgon DLC. Um, that comes out September 9th. PC, PS4, Xbox One. Borderlands DLC. So a lot of this is DLC this month or this week. Um, Borderlands Psycho Krieg 
and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck DLC <laughs> PC. I love that. PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Portal Legends is great. Uh, that yep. comes out September 10th. Bounty Battle, PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch on September 10th. Uh, it's the ultimate indie fighting game, a new multiplayer 2D fighter where you can pit your favorite indie heroes against one another. Indie heroes from games like Guacamelee and Darkest Dungeon to Dead Cells, Owlboy, and more battle it out in this fighter frenzy. That's interesting. So basically, it's a, it's an indie version of a fighting game uh, with indie fighter characters in it too. So um, Then we got mm -hmm. Hot Shot Racing, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on September 10th. It's a blisteringly fast arcade-style racing game fusing drift handling, razor-sharp retro visuals, and an incredible sense of speed to create an exhilarating driving experience. Uh, just basically another racing game. A little bit old-school uh, graphics there with that one. Uh, then we have Astronauts on PC, September 10th. Uh, a noir spaceship life sim set in a solar system cut off from a ravaged Earth. Design your one-of-a-kind spaceship. Hire crew with physical and emotional needs enjoy detailed ship control panels and interiors then manage your dysfunctional crew and ship as you fend off bankruptcy or worse so this is a different game for sure kind of like civilization for a spaceship so yeah uh that's going to be coming out september 10th redneck ed <laughs> astro monster show on september 10th crisp combat mechanics challenging arenas hilarious storyline which I, I can only imagine, and totally addictive and painfully familiar spot-on gameplay. Experience the thrills of fighting your way through the most bizarre villains in the galaxy. Defend the honor of Earth in the space arena. The freaking they, the cover is just literally a redneck with a wrench on top of a like a monster. This is so weird. Weird. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, that comes out September 10th for PC. Vampire the Masquerade Shadows of New York PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on september 10th your old life is dead and buried you have no afterlife to look forward to and your vampiric unlife is about to fall apart unless you solve an unsolvable unsolvable crime is that what it's called unlife is that is that what a vampire's thing is considered is unlife yeah like unlife or yeah so because you're not undead but you're not unlife. yeah i don't know it's weird yeah that's that's i, don't know. I didn't know unlife was the was the term for that welcome to new york city and welcome to the la sombra clan where failure is not an option so basically you're in a vampire clan that's that's the gist of this game and uh inertial drift pc ps4 xbox one and switch on 9 11 forget everything you know about drifting inertial drift tears up the racing rule book with innovative twin stick controls completely reimagined driving mechanics and a roster of fiercely individual cars was this was this supposed to come out last week I don't know. This looks familiar, I, I, unless there was two drifting games. Well, I'll tell you out. what. I'll also talk about how I feel like uh, Bounty Battle sounded kind of familiar, too. I feel like that was... Bounty Battle? Maybe? Yeah, that Bounty know. Battle. I game. feel like we've just talked about so many new games coming out there. They're starting to they get, together now. And then they end up getting pushed back or something, yeah. so it ends up becoming... You know, so I get it. Well, with that being said, guys... We want to thank you all. We hope you enjoy your Labor Day. We appreciate it if you listen to us on Labor Day and uh, you had fun listening to us while you were on your trip to wherever you're going or if you're at your barbecue and you're playing it out, you know. Going play, to play out a barbecue. Yeah. So, guys, thank you again. Make sure you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or wherever podcasts are sold. You can review us, give us a positive rating, uh, like us on YouTube, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And we will see you next week on Game Wild.
Peace out. Later, everybody.